This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. 7.45, this insert sponsored by Manor Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. Today we're talking energy with Wendy Christin. She's a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution, and she's been in practice since 2005. Integrated Health Solution is uh, in Durbanville. Good morning to you, Wendy. Always uh, fantastic having you on the program because we know you're going to set us straight this morning and you're going to uh, blow our minds with fresh information. Good morning. Good morning, Brad. It's nice to be with you again this morning. So one thing we need, probably really need some help on these cold mornings, a little bit of energy. And then we get caught up, Wendy, in this place where we think, oh, we've got to go and take something, you know, something sugary or sweet or something like a, whatever, energy drink or a soda or a chucky. You know, that's really going to boost us, particularly when we hit that slump in the afternoon. So we really need some help to know how energy works and how we can better release it in our bodies to make us more efficient. Yes, I think we are um, we are lulled into the false sense that we need a stimulant to wake us up and to give us energy, or there are specific reasons why we might be feeling fatigued. But we actually forget that there are these little powerhouses inside our bodies, in, inside each cell, that are called mitochondria, and they are responsible for the production of about 70 to 80 percent of our energy. So if we're not looking after those mitochondria, then we're going to be feeling fatigued. Well, we need to start and tell everybody having a mitochondria is okay. In case you think, I've got a mitochondria, am I supposed to have one? What, can I take a pull to get rid of it? No, you need them. And all of our cells have got them in it. So let's talk a little bit about energy and how do they produce energy? What are they looking for to feed on or to use to create the energy that our bodies need naturally? Well, um, they produce energy by turning the glucose and oxygen that we obviously that we breathe in and that we're um, taking in with the foods that we eat into a chemical called ATP, and that stands for adenosine triphosphate. And when the, the when that is working well, then it's like charging the battery. So we want to make sure that those batteries are charged fully, um, so that we can produce the energy that we need to be able to function each day. So what else do they do? I mean, it, I, I've, uh, you've shared with me that they have also antioxidant properties. How does that work? Because that's, that's another buzzword. It is, yes. So what happens in the process of making the ATP, the byproducts that are created are free radicals. So that's bad. Mm. So now you have this good stuff, you've got good energy, and then you've got free radicals which are bad. They, they, they um, accelerate aging and all sorts of other damage um, to the DNA. But within the cell, there's this built-in system to clean up and to provide these antioxidants that are necessary to mop up the damage that is caused. But as we age and certain um, exposures in our lifetimes, that prevents our mitochondria from uh, from functioning as they need to. So they decline in function and they produce less antioxidants despite their oxidative stress. Um, And then we take longer to recover from illness or injury and we start to age. Um, and that's sort of the natural progression of our lives. But we can really slow down that aging process or the severity of that aging process if we take care of our mitochondria and the various other things that happen in that process. I wish someone had said to me somewhere in my life, you know, it's good to take care of this and take care of that. And do you have a will? And how's your retirement annuity looking? <laughs> I'd love somebody to say, oh, and this is how you take care of your mitochondria. Because nobody, this idea of getting old, you know, it's a number, yes. But there are some people that are the same age, Wendy, and one person looks a little bit more bedraggled than another person. And it 
really comes down to this is how I have or haven't taken care of myself. It's not this misnomer. It's, it's something you actively have to do. It's not going to happen by itself. You know, we have to actively choose to and execute this, uh, this, this plan almost of this is how I'm going to take care of myself so I can flourish and not just say, oh, well, decline and deterioration is inevitable. Exactly. So, yes, decline is inevitable, but the, 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 the health that we experience um, is not inevitable. So if we take care of that, and we really need to start as young as possible taking care of our bodies, making choices right from the very beginning of our lives, um, we can always you know, have a turnaround if we make changes later on. But it's always better if we, we're consistently making good choices because then they are going to support our bodies in the long term anyway so that we can age as gracefully as possible. What happens if we take uh, something like coffee, for example, as a stimulant? You know, you might like the way it tastes, but at the end of the day, you take it early in the morning, you know, to give you that kick. If you do that every day as, well, let's agree that most people do that, I mean, that's going to have some kind of long-term consequence, is it, Wendy? It does, because caffeine and other stimulants block the effect of adenosine, which is the byproduct of the ATP. Um, and But what it does is that, that adenosine is what makes us feel tired. So when we take a stimulant, it increases that or it gives us a sense that our energy is being increased because it blocks the effect of that adenosine. But what happens is when we're continually using those stimulants, our body's baseline energies, uh, energy actually decreases. Mm. So if your energy was, say, at 50% normally, then um, once you start using caffeine or stimulants on a regular basis, your, your um, baseline energy drops to about 40%. Now when you have the caffeine, it actually just takes you back up to 50%. Yeah. So it's not really, it's giving you a false sense of um, energy, but it's not actually because it's uh, over the long term actually decreasing your baseline energy levels. Um, Wendy, if you're going to say, okay, I'm going to wean myself off coffee as an example, or soda, you know, caffeine-loaded sodas, um, will a point come where your body will start to repair itself? I mean, will you be able to recover in the mitochondria from that choice? Yes, you would be able to do that because the, the body normalizes again after a time. You know, as it does when you start using caffeine on an ongoing basis or stimulant drinks or things like that, your body becomes, you know, it develops this new normal. The same happens when you start reversing the, the sort of the, the poor decisions. Then your body normalizes and it starts increasing back to normal function, so to a better, to more optimal health. And based on what you just said a bit earlier, the older you are, the slower that correction will be. Exactly, yes. So what about the root of fatigue then? If, if a false sense of security is not the way to energize us for the, for the moment or for the morning or particularly the slump many people complain about in the afternoon, I mean, what is the, we need to find out what the root is instead of just uh, covering it up and stimulating ourselves back to normal. Yes. So there can be many reasons for fatigue. And I think, you know, well spoken about one is adrenals and, you know, thyroid function, those kind of things. Mm. But there can be other things like co-infections. Um, so if, if people have been exposed to certain viruses or bacteria, say tick bites or um, chronic parasitic infections, they can sort of cause a low-grade uh, fatigue in the body that just doesn't go away unless it's treated. Mm. Inflammation can cause fatigue. Um, unmanaged stress, because when you are continually stressed and your body is not able to manage that stress, you're producing stress hormones all the time, which causes fatigue. Vitamin and mineral deficiencies, iron is a common one, but any, any vitamins, even B vitamins can be um, problematic if you don't have enough of those. 
Hormonal imbalances, again, we're talking about adrenals and thyroid, but it can be any other hormones that are out of balance. Uh, sleep issues and obviously lack of movement. So those are all the things that can be contributing. And here I'm not even talking about diet, poor mm. diet, or any of those kind of things. Those um, will obviously also play a role in fatigue. The more I hear you mention all of these things, the more I realize these are conversations, although we've had one around many of these. It just feels like conversations we just need to keep having. And I think sleep is one of those real challenges for a lot of people, pushing themselves um, you know, sometimes load shedding means you have to catch up or make up that time at home. Everyone's working from home. There are no boundaries, really. So you're almost always available. You just got to keep checking. You know, the computer's always on. I think sleep and sleep deprivation is probably something that's sneaking in. Binge watching series, these kinds of things, Wendy. I think uh, sleep yes. is something that, uh, that eludes us. You know, we want to always find reasons why we shouldn't sleep as opposed to finding reasons why we should. You've really given us a, a, a list here, a, a, and certainly not exhaustive, but um, I think we're listening this morning and our eyes and ears are opening and saying we need to take better care of ourselves. What people advertise as good for you and gives you the kick and is going to help you get through or study hard or work longer, it's really not actually helping us at all, Wendy. It's just a quick fix. So ultimately, you know, I think uh, we, we live in an age where we're looking for quick fixes all the time, but we have to realize there's a consequence to quick fixes. And if we can you know, really put in the work and, and um, nourish our bodies and look after ourselves, we won't need those quick fixes as often. You know, you will need them here and there, mm. but it shouldn't be the norm. I look forward to great conversations around this. You've certainly given us fuel for future conversations to try and get the best out of our bodies. So the challenge is out there to each one of us, and you've laid it down there for us this morning. Wendy, thanks for your time. Have a beautiful day. Stay warm, and uh, hope you get flooded today with enthusiastic patients that want to come and improve their lives and that it does well for you and your company. Thanks so much, Brad. Have a wonderful day. This insert was brought to you by Radio Cape Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.capepulpit.co.za.